This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, you guys, it is the final day of Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. That means tonight on the big screen, you are going to see four fantastic short films produced, directed, and starred in by your favorite MyTalk hosts. And this is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Holly Roberts. We are Team Cobra, and we are in fourth place. For fundraising, we've got a big job ahead of us today. Yes, we do, but it's a goal that we are going to blow out the water. Will you just adjust that screen so I can yes, see our current I tally? I would love to do so. Uh, can I see the uh, overall tally? I know, I'm sorry. Thank you this very one much. Right here. Okay, yes. there you go. Okay, so currently, where are we at, Colleen? Uh, we, as a show, are at $8,710. All right, $8,710. I would say it's very likely that we are going to be able to raise $10,000 during the show today. I was going to say, I feel like we need to at least double that. And I like saying raise $10,000 because that feels very doable. You are right. And that overshoots my original oh, uh, okay, thought. Good. So that's where I want to go. Are you sure? I am positive. Okay. Do you mean $10,000 more? Yeah. Yes. Okay. That's. Oh, yeah. No, I was not that. saying 10,000 total. Yeah, I was no, saying no. 10,000 more dollars. I was going to say double what we have, and 10,000 more gets us it's there. Just a nice big and fat a, round yes, number, and man. I will feel. You know, look, $20,000, and I would be all in. Uh, I think we could probably, I mean, 20,000 total. Yeah. But that's another 10,000 gets us to about 19,000. Uh, that's our, you know, we'll be fine there. Yes. And here's, here's the, the, how we're going to deliver on that promise. We are going to give you a thousand reasons to support, 10,000 reasons, in fact, to support. <laughs> <laughs> to yes. support one Heartland because we feel so strongly about the work that they're doing. And if we raise $10,000... Everybody, we're back. We're and back. And we're back. It's Friday. It's not the past. It's the present. Yes. Right here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. It's always a little bit of a journey here at uh, Project Down and Dirty. Uh, any Project Down and Dirty, but this year we're doing Film Fest. I don't even know when you lost us. So we'll just start all over. Yeah, in fact, I don't even know if they heard our goal. So we yes. we started off the show at about $8,700, right, Colleen? Yes, correct. And we set a very ambitious goal for the show today. It's our last fundraising opportunity. We would like to raise $10,000 today. We will raise 
Correct. We're going to do it and we're going to all do it together. And that means that we need your help um, because we can't do it alone. I can't just plop $10,000 in there. Can you, Bradley? No, no. I would like to. <laughs> yes, but we need your help. And that means whatever you are able to give, uh, today is the day. Today is the last day to be able to do this for One Heartland. We really want to give them a gigantic novelty check this afternoon at the reunion show. And we can only do that with your help. Exactly. And in the case of One Heartland, when we raise $10,000 today, that's 10 young people who will be able to go to their life-changing, transformational, probably in many cases life-saving camps. We're going to hear about uh, the work that One Heartland does in just a moment, um, but we're also full of surprises on today's show. So I'm just saying, Yes. Uh, but I'm not saying. Now, we were, right as we got uh, knocked off, we were about to, or I don't know when, we were going to let you know that this hour we're giving away two pairs of tickets two to tonight's, tonight's show, eight thirty showing. And in order to do that, Bradley, how are we going to do that? Is there a special amount that we need people to yeah, to, what do you, what to do donate? Think? What do you think? I would say to uh, a pair of tickets goes for how much? What I don't know, a hundred dollars, hundred bucks. Yeah. All right. First two people to donate $100 are going to get a pair of tickets to tonight's showing. Fabulous. Don't you think? Love it. I think that's a good way to start now. And we got more where that came we from. We do got more. Oh, do we ever? You have no idea what's coming up. You have no idea what's coming up. But I will tell you what's coming up right now. But when wait, we, there's more. We are going to speak with a, a camper, I believe. We've, we had to kind of rearrange things a little bit here because of some technical difficulties. But Holly Roberts is going to give us a dirt alert when we come back, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then hopefully we'll have an opportunity to talk to a camper. If they can hold the line. If they can hold the line. Okay. So we're going to figure some stuff out. We're going to be back. You're going to stay right there. But you're also going to click through at mytalk1071.com keyword project and get donating. Let's do it. Because we got a lofty goal today. Do and the only way we can get there is along with you. We'll be back after this on mytalk1071. Uh, Trevor Noah leaving The Daily Show after seven years. Yeah, that's big news. Yeah, big news. Now, he announced last night on The Daily Show that he was leaving his duties at The Daily Show. Now, no word yet on whether or not uh, The Daily Show is even going to continue, but it would be surprising if it didn't because it's such a big franchise for Comedy Central. Yeah. And for Paramount Global, the big conglomerate that owns The Daily Show. Well, and I think there was a big concern after Jon Stewart left. Like, is anybody going to be able to help continue this franchise in a way that sort of speaks to the level Jon Stewart brought to the table? And I think that obviously Trevor Noah has done that. So yeah. those are big shoes to fill for whomever is up next it'll be interesting to see if they just throw some you know guests in there for a while like how how this plays out yeah 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 we shall see again it's been reported that uh comedy central at least what they're telling us is that they don't have any plans now if you plan on flying private with kim kardashian she has a strict set of rules in oh, place God. for passengers who want a seat on her private oh, jet she, she doesn't even make exceptions for her own family members can you believe it what is it in, it's got to be really just superficial stuff like what kind of things does kim kardashian like you require? have to wear a certain height of heel <laughs> you have to uh have a waist trainer Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. what are what are her rules? Mm -hmm. Pray tell. Well, her rules, well, she got pretty upset with her sister when she wanted to fly on the private jet immediately after having a spray tan. 
Oh, because mm-hmm. she didn't want her to get like the yeah, chemicals. Spray yeah, candy. I would say some, put a yeah. towel down. I mean, you know, like whenever uh, we're visiting my mom and we're going to the beach, we always put a towel on the seat because you know mm-hmm. you got your sunscreen and that can fade yeah. the seats after well, over time. Exactly. Well, Kendall Jenner wanted to fly with a fresh spray tan, but Kim was having nothing of it. Okay, dumb question. Aren't there other Kardashian private jet options? Right. I yeah. mean, Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. Right. Like if if Kendall wants to get a spray tan, what are Kylie's rules? Maybe take her private jet. Well, and I jet. can just see Chris saying, well, if you have a problem, honey, just get your own. You know, <laughs> also, oh no shoes on the plane. What? Yeah, you can't wear your shoes on the plane. You have to have custom skim slippers. Okay, oh, I mean, you I'd don't be fine be, with that, yeah. actually, because I, I hate... I, I don't take my shoes off, but I loosen my shoes. And you want some sort of foot covering. And I... Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. gross. You don't want pigs out. Oh, my God. People oh. who walk to the bathroom Ew. with their... Ew. Their shoes off. People it, do that. Oh. All flight That's nasty. Long. Um, also, folks who go through TSA with bare feet. Mm. Ew. Why would you do that? People do it. All the time. Oh, because you have to take your shoes because off. Because you right. have to take uh, your shoes off. And you're I got that pre-check, so I don't. I get to keep my I shoes on. I know we fancy. On. We fancy. <laughs> We're not fancy, but <laughs> no, we just you went just through the like rigmarole to, to do are, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just you have the you have crossed your T's and got mm-hmm. your lowercase J's yeah. in order yeah. to to uh, have that. Keep them shoes on. Yeah, to keep those shoes on. Anyways, no, none of us are going to be flying on Kim Kardashian's private jet. I'm fine with that for so, so many reasons. I just feel like all the snacks would be color coordinated. Like oh yeah. Everything is about the way things look and not about what things actually are. It'll be taupe. Yeah. Like all the food is taupe. You know, she got custom M&M's. Yeah. They're Mm -hmm. taupe. Yeah. (laughs) That say, you know, K on them or skims. (laughs) She only serves Topo, GGO. Oh, no, Topo Gigio, Puppet Mice. Oh, I meant Topo Chico. Okay. But <laughs> oh, it's deep. <laughs> yeah, she, that's the in-flight mice. entertainment is Topo, Topo Gigio. Gigio. <laughs> oh, and, anyway. Uh, Senor Wenceslas or whatever his name is. Yeah. Senor Wences. Yeah. Hello. It's all right. <laughs> um, let's, uh, I want to follow up the story that we talked about yesterday. Uh, Billy Ray Cyrus dating Australian singer-songwriter Fire Rose. Now, sources are confirming to people that the pair have been dating for quite some time, but they want to assure you that Billy Ray's relationship with Fire Rose did not overlap with his marriage Great. to his soon-to-be Thanks. ex-wife, sure. Tish. Sure. Usually when you give too much info, it's because you're lying. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Like nobody that's not like you didn't need to add that tale. Well, if yeah, if you don't like if if like it doesn't actually matter, right? People are going to guess. It doesn't matter when you have to correct the record that says something's something's getting to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Something about it is Again. Chapping you. If you're explaining, you're lying. It's true. <laughs> Um, uh, The Community movie is officially happening over on Peacock. Dan Harmon, the creator of the series, confirmed the news. And uh, the original stars are going to be back, pretty much all of them, except uh, we don't know about Donald Glover. Um, But he only appeared in a handful of some later episodes. You know, he was a big cast member, but then he went on to other things. But Joel McHale is going to be back. Danny Pudi, Allison Brie, Jillian Jacobs, Jim Rash, Ken Jeong. uh, They are all going to be back so uh we don't know if chevy chase 
or Yvette Nicole Brown are going to be involved either. But well, if you're a fan of that, go, you know, good news today. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank um, you for that, Dirt Alert, Holly. Now, when we come back, uh, I believe that we are going to have Lou on. Lou is a former camper, now a current staff member at One Heartland. And uh, we that's who we're raising money for. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Holly Roberts, the three of us yeah. are Team Cobra. And we are here uh, raising money as part of Project Down and Dirty Film Fest for One Heartland. And we've got a goal. Uh, we've got a big goal for this show. Before 3 o'clock, we'd like to raise a total of $10,000 today. And it is possible, but we need your help. Yeah, we're we're going to raise that 10000 but we do need you to get there. And I know that's why I know we're going to get there, because it involves my talkers. We've already, have we given away those two pairs of tickets? Thank you for bringing that up, Bradley. You set me up just perfectly. We have two pair of tickets that we are giving away to the first two people who donate $100. One of those has been claimed okay. by Katie. Congratulations. Uh, Katie Cass gave $100. Thank you. And uh, so you get a, that one pair of tickets. We still have one out there uh, to the next person who donates $100. Now, we're going to be doing a lot of fun stuff during this show today. But wait, there's more. But wait, there's definitely more. But in order to help illustrate to you uh, the wonderful work that they do at One Heartland, we thought it would be a good idea to have somebody who really has experienced One Heartland themselves. We have Lou, who's a former One Heartland camper and a current staff member on the line with us. Lou, thank you for holding on uh, and waiting through our little technical difficulty at the top of the hour. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Don't worry about it. Technology's hard, man. I get it. <laughs> you're, you're all good. <laughs> Thank you, Lou. Okay, so tell us a little bit. So, so give us kind of a picture of how you got involved with One Heartland as a camper. Yeah. Um, so circa nine years ago, I can't do math. I, I was young and silly, just as I am now. But um, so my buddy of mine reached out to me. I just recently come out to my mom as being uh, queer, but not my dad. Uh, and so my friend, he was queer. His mom found the camp and he was like, hey, do you want to come? I said, oh, my God, of course I want to come. Uh, and so I told my mom, I was like, mom, can I please go? <laughs> she was like, yeah. Um, but my dad, no idea, no clue in the dark, not a nothing. Cause I still hadn't come out to him yet. The campus called two colors. And so me, of course, I was like, I'm 12. I know everything in the world. I was like, Oh, it's an art camp. So, um, I could like slip under the radar and go. Um, and then the day of my friend Dylan, he was coming to pick me up. And so my dad was like, Hey, so remind me about this camp again. I was like, Oh, it's on Heartland. Is it like two colors? It's a gay camp. And he was like, what? I was like, I'm gay. And then I left for a week. Uh, just completely in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to let him like sit on it. Uh, and it worked out great. It was fine. He was still with it. Um, and then the second I stepped on camp, I just immediately fell in love with the place. And I was like, oh, I'm going to stay here forever and ever and ever. Uh, and, and I've held true to that. So I went through camper, and then we have a couple of different, like, stages. The older you are through campers, where you kind of can transition into a counselor. And um, this most recent year, I had hit the administration role, so I've, like, worked my way up to the top through there. So, yeah. <laughs> so, Lou, you clearly, like you like you said, I mean, you stayed for life. What, what about the camp draws you back year after year? Yeah, um... I think definitely the community, obviously. It was amazing being around people who were just like me, and I I really don't believe I am who I am today if it wasn't for camp. Like, 
it's the, this perfect little utopia communion where you don't need to explain yourself to anybody and you can come in and be like, hey, I'm this. And they're like, cool. And you get to really experiment without like fear of repercussions. Um, and so I think I definitely went through a lot of trial and error there and I really got to learn more about myself. Uh, and so I'm really appreciative of that little space that you get to have. Also, I love just being able to give people and give camp new campers, you know, that same like love and second home that I found at camp. Um, Cause like, you know, being able to now not only experience camp magic, but like make the magic of camp happen. I think it's, mm. it's, it's like the most addicting thing for me, for sure. <laughs> Lou, I, th- we're talking with Lou, who's a former camper uh, with One Heartland and now a staff member, a counselor at Camp True. Are you only, does it work that you only then are a counselor for Camp True Colors or are you a counselor kind of throughout the summer for different camps? Yep, so we're there for the entire summer, so we have a bunch of different camps that kind of cycle around. It's just two colors. It is now um, just the largest session of all the ones that we have. Okay. Um, but you are committed to the whole summer, so it's about two or three months uh, from June all the way till like, the middle of August. Um, oh, that just sounds and, great. Yeah, so, like, I people know is just, like, in the summer, I am just not at all available. <laughs> like, yeah. My whole life is dedicated to camp, so... Yeah, most of the counselors who stay there, they stay there for that that pretty much the entirety of summer. So, so Lou, I'm going to ask you to, I mean, and I know that this is probably difficult because it's been nine years and your life has truly been transformed by One Heartland. And that's evident in, in the energy that you're bringing to this conversation. But I'm going to ask you to think back to just that first summer and um, how, you know, how it felt for you at camp. I imagine that it was very a very different experience for you from the kind of life outside of camp. Can you can you encapsulate that a little bit for us? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, it was a total shell shock when I first came to camp, um, mainly because of the fact I was like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. I know one person, which is you know more than what other people knew. Uh, my first year of camp, I believe it was the second or third. Uh, year session that True, True Colors had ever happened. So it was very small. There was only about 30 of us, actually, uh, 30 campers total. So really, really tiny session. Um, and I remember just, like, being hit with, like, I all this adrenaline of I'm, like, I'm independent. I'm in this new space. My parents aren't looking over my shoulder. I can, like, say and, and do so many different things. Um, but I immediately... Of course, you get that little like thing of like, oh, no, I am not near my parents or anybody I know. I'm alone. I don't know if I'm going to feel that same love. <laughs> but, like, I just immediately felt that love. Like, you just feel like a family the second mm-hmm. you were, like, you walk onto campgrounds, I think. And it just all that anxiety of, like, oh, my God, I'm going to be alone, all this other stuff. Also, you know, I, you've never heard of this camp before, and it's, like, a gay camp, you're like, oh, my God, what if it's, like, a cover-up for, like, conversion therapy, and it, like, absolutely is not that. So I think I also just had a lot of adrenaline just, like, released when I stepped foot on campus because I realized I was like, this is not at all what I was scared it was going to be, and this is so much better than what I thought it was going to be and what I hoped for it to be. Um, and I did that And you probably entire just time. could not oh, wait yeah, to get back. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
So, Lou, can you talk a little bit about, like, how the camp, you know, helped you in the coming out process? Because I think, again, we were talking a little bit about this week. I, you know, like, I came out when I was in my 20s. I didn't have uh, experiences like this at my disposal. And I'm so grateful that, you know, so many people now have access to something like this. So can you, um, for those of us who didn't have the experience, can you kind of talk a little bit about, like, how that that helped, I'm sure at least it helped uh, your your whole coming out process. It sounds like it kind of came hand in hand with your first experience with camp. Yeah. Um, so coming out is obviously, it's a really, really big thing. And I am fortunate enough to where I did kind of figure out who I was so early along in my process. You know, early along in my life, I mean. Um, like, you know, like you said, uh, not coming out until later in life. Like my girlfriend, she didn't come out until much later in her life. And that, you know, she's had a completely different experience than what I've had. So I make sure I try to stay really, really grateful for the fact that I've had such an early experience. And I think with that, too, developmentally, um, because I came out so young and I went to camp and I came out so young, you know, um, it's this whole thing of, like, I'm still definitely figuring myself out. And usually when you're young and you come out at home, you get the whole, like, oh, but you're so young. Are you sure? You know, like, Mm -hmm. this might just be a phase, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't have to face that when I went to camp. Like, it was immediately accepted. So I feel like I didn't have to, you know, really prove that I was who I was at camp. And I think mm-hmm. that's a huge stressor that a lot of queer people have to, like, it was. it's a weight off their shoulders of the fact of, like, when you're at home and you come out of something, they're like, are you sure? You know, like, they don't take it immediately. And so you have to push and push and push to, like, be like, no, this is who I am. Like, I, I need you to see me as who I am. Like, I'm going to do everything I can to be who I am, you know, but like at camp, I didn't have to worry about that stress, you know, like I didn't have to like prove that I was who I am. And Mm. I think that really, really altered my view of what it's like to come out and all this other stuff. Cause it's like, I don't need to earn myself or other people don't need to earn me. Like I'm already me, you know, and I'm just figuring myself out. And now I'm in this space where not only am I allowed to figure myself out, I'm encouraged to, you know, and so I definitely think because of the camp environment, having that open space, it definitely gave me a lot more confidence to be way more out there with my expression. You know, like I didn't feel like I needed to ease into being queer, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like I didn't need mm-hmm. to like slowly like show like, oh, maybe I'll wear this today and be very mm-hmm. simple about <laughs> like it. Like a rollout. Yeah, a slow roll. Like, oh, like trust. Weird little build up. Like I was just able yeah. to like be like fast. You know what I mean? And like just have like yep. everything out on the floor. Um, and I think that is something that camp gave me that I don't think I, I ever got anywhere else. And I, I'm very, very grateful for that fact. If I, it wasn't like a, I mean, of course, it's the slow build of you figuring yourself out, but it wasn't the slow build of I need to make sure that everybody is okay for me to come out. You know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I'm okay to come out, so I'm going to come out. It's not about how other people feel. It's about how I feel, you know. And Lou, like what a huge gift now that you get to give being an inspiration and being a counselor and walking alongside other people, um, you know, in that process and in so many other processes uh, that are whatever the reason that has brought them to camp uh, with One Heartland. I mean, you get to you get to sort of usher that gift through a new generation. Oh, it's bonkers bananas, dude. I can't. <laughs> it's so, I can't even fathom it sometimes. It's the idea of, like, I can't believe that I already was affected so much and so positively by this camp, and now I get to do that for other people. I was like, this is crazy. You know, like, who gets to do that? You know, who gets to experience that? Um, oh, 
Lou, your energy is just infectious. And I just want to say thank you for joining us and for <laughs> helping us um, really get the message out about how uh, One Heartland changes lives. You are evidence of that. And um, we are we are hoping that everybody has heard your voice and is uh, being generous and reaching into their uh, wallets to help give so that we can send as many campers to camp as possible. Yes, I hope so. Actually, um, I so think about the reason why this also fundraising is like really important is I actually came on a fellowship. I never um, paid to go to camp, to be honest. Uh, my family couldn't afford it. And I remember I kind of, when we first went to camp, kind of pleading my case to the old camp directors. I was like, hey, I really want to come, but I just can't afford it. And they gave me like a full scholarship from donation money because they were like, nobody should be denied this opportunity. And I think I only paid to go to camp one year of like my whole like life of going to camp. Even then I only paid partial, like I still needed a partial scholarship. Um, So it's also one of those things, which is crazy to think about that, like I didn't, I wouldn't be able to go to camp if it wasn't for fundraisers for mm-hmm. this. So, like, I always want to make sure that if there is an opportunity for me to help with fundraisers, I hop on that because, like, that's why I got to come. You know what I mean? That's why so many yeah. other people get to come. And now I get to help people get get here because they helped me get here. It, it only feels fair. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, well, Lou, absolutely you are going to help people get there because your story is going to encourage a lot of our listeners to head over to mytalk1071.com, make that contribution because uh, we know that last year they weren't able to send every uh, young person who wanted to come to camp uh, to camp. But this year, with my talkers' help, you know, we can absolutely make sure every single kid who wants to go is going to be able to join you. Lou, thank yes. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time out of your day and um, and for just you know tell, like giving everybody a real good reason to show up today and donate uh, at mytalk1071.com keyword project. Take care of yourself and have a great summer at camp. Thanks, Lou. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a good one. And I hope you guys raise uh, raise all the money you can for sure. Thank you. That's Lou. Lou is a former camper, now counselor uh, with One Heartland. Uh, just absolutely, uh, you know, told us every reason um, that, that we should donate because this camp really does. These camps change people's lives. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, and by the way, I just want to remind you, um, we still have a pair of tickets to the next person who donates $100 to One Heartland at mytalk1071.com keyword project. You donate $100 to One Heartland on behalf of the Colleen and Bradley show. You get to come to the 8.30 showing tonight of uh, My Talk 1071's Project Down and Dirty Film Fest. It's that easy. So go donate. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, I've got a bunch of thank yous I'd like to issue Fabulous. to people who have donated. And we're going to keep uh, working this goal after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, my talkers, Bradley here for my friends Jennifer, Bob, and the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty. Look, um, their 14 highly qualified agents have been in business for over 25 years selling and buying homes in in the Twin Cities and throughout Western Wisconsin. They've literally helped 3,000 families in those years either find or move to the next chapter of their life uh, with the perfect home. And right now, I got a note from Jennifer and she was like, hey, would you just let my talkers know you don't have to stop looking at homes right now. The market is balancing out and that means you have a great opportunity. You can negotiate 
negotiate price and get a home inspection. The difference of these balances out the rise of interest rates. So even if you think this is a difficult time or not the right time for you, but you still want to buy a home or sell your home, call Jennifer and the Snyder team at EXP Realty, or the Snyder team with EXP Realty. Why? Because they have the expertise to navigate through this time. Head to the Snyder team today and don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. Thank you, Mike. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, hi. hi, we are raising money for One Heartland. We have a lofty goal. Uh, no, it's not even lofty. We have a no, goal. We have a, we, it's a substantial goal. We're going to make it, but we need your help to get there. Um, my talkers come through for us every year. It's $10,000 added on to the total we had as of yesterday, which was about 8700 So we're trying to get to $18,000 before the end of uh, the show today, which is completely realistic. Uh, for a number of reasons. Colleen, where are we at? So, so thank you for asking. Sorry, Actually, let me, I know, I get so and emotional, baby. If you haven't decided to make a contribution uh, yet, and that's after listening to our previous guest join us, uh, what are you waiting for? Now yeah. is the perfect time because Lou painted a perfect picture about the importance and the, the special qualities of uh, Camp Heartland. It's, it's really more than just camp for these kids. It is absolutely life-changing, and, and uh, Lou did such a wonderful job of helping us understand um, like a real-life experience and how it changed her life and now how she has become a counselor and is helping change. And, you know, I, when I say helping change lives, what One Heartland does is it creates the environment for those lives to be changed, and the people kind of come through, and that's how you know, we build a better community is by allowing people to be who they truly are and growing into amazing adults like Lou who then want to help create that environment for other people. It really is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful tradition that they've started with One Heartland. Okay, so presently we are at $9,280. I want to say some thank yous, but first I want to say we had two pair of tickets to tonight's film uh, fest that we gave away to the first two people who donated $100. Those have now been claimed by Katie Cass, congratulations and thank you, and by Tracy Overstreet. So you're coming to the Film Fest tonight. Congratulations Yay! to the Yay! two of you. Now, I wanted to uh, give some thank yous to other people who donated because that's part of the fun. And also, if you put something in the dedication, we're going to read it. So thank you to Wumi who said uh, that... They were dedicating their donation to Colleen's mustache. Uh, but wait for it. <laughs> there's more. Uh, Colleen, uh, not that, that's me. Okay, I want to say thank you to Christina. I want to say thank you to Joni, to Katie, to multiple Anonymi who showed up and gave uh, lots of wonderful uh, donations. Joanne, thank you. To Lisa, to Brooke, to Eva, to Kiki who dedicated... Uh, their uh, donation to all the crazy, stupid idiots out there. I love to laugh at you. Uh, and Paul and Ryan McGuire Grimes, our friends, they donated, Thanks, uh, dedicated to the LGBTQ plus youth of today so they can be 100% themselves. Paul will be joining us a little bit later and, and he'll be telling us what he'll be looking for in his reviews of the films this evening, as well as telling us a little bit more about how meaningful uh, One Heartland is in his own life. And then Brian, thank you to you. Thank you to Katie. Thank you to Michael. Thank you to 
Carla, who dedicated her uh, donation to all the staff and campers at One Heartland, go Team Cobra. Thank you to Tracy. Two more just came in. Thank you to Jill. Thank you to Jane. This is how easy it is to donate. It is absolutely super easy. You just head to mytalk1071.com uh, right there on the homepage or hit keyword project. Now, here's the thing. We gave away two pairs of tickets mm -hmm. to tonight's show. So if you missed out, you can still get tickets. The proceeds benefit our charities. Head to mytalk1071.com for uh, one of the two remaining showings or at least one of the remaining showings. Do we have two still available? I don't uh, know. Anyway, I don't know. go to the website. You'll find out all the details there. But... We have some other things up our sleeve, and I think we should mm -hmm. unleash one of those now since Agreed. we have uh, since we have cashed in on the first two. What do you want to unleash next? Let's, thank you, Holly. I think that we should uh, unleash the Team Cobra Not Oscar Swag Bag. <clears throat> What what is that, Bradley Trainer? Well, explain it. So it's the not Oscar swag bag, but you've heard of the Oscar swag bag where they throw in like a free trip to Hawaii. We're you not get your giving back you that. Waxed. That's not going to happen. You get your uh, you know suntan uh, lotions. But then you can't get on Kim Kardashian's private jet. But. What you will get is even better, if you ask me. The Not Oscar Swag Bag is going to be like the Team Cobra gift bag to end all gift bags. But wait, there's more. Some of the things will include uh, special items from each and every one of your MyTalk 1071 Team Cobra hosts. That is, uh, we'll start with myself, Bradley Trainer, <laughs> just because I don't know where else to go. Um, I'm going to put in that gift bag, or at least to begin with, I will put in that gift bag the following. A loaf of sourdough bread, handmade fresh by myself. A jar of my signature apple Ooh. butter. And a full batch of my special nuts. You're giving away your special nuts? Yep, special nuts, apple butter, and uh, a loaf of fresh baked sourdough bread. I am impressed. Now, I will contribute... <laughs> I'm going to contribute two items okay. uh, that I know of. Listen, there will be surprises. We're going to add there. to this, and I Trust. just want you to know that like, uh, we have begun the process of filling this thing as hugely as possible, yes. but this is what we know so far. So I, Colleen Lindstrom, that's me. Uh, if you know me, you know my family. We love to eat at Carboni's. So I would like to share my love of Carboni's with you, and I'm going to throw in a Carboni's gift card. In addition, in addition, and boy, let me tell you, this might be valuable someday, and it might not be valuable someday. I will get a baseball signed by both of my sons who Ooh. play baseball, just in case they go pro. <laughs> Find out what Holly puts in that very special sweat, not swag bag. Well, it's a swag bag, but not the Oscars. When we come back. And then we got to tell people what they got to donate in order to get it. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me October 4th for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms. Forums.